Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. What is happening in the world right now? Yeah, that's exactly what I want to talk about today. What is happening in the world today? I mean, it can't just be me and everybody that I know. I'm assuming this is going to be a collective consciousness, unconsciousness, coming to the forefront, right up in that frontal lobe, trying to figure stuff out, purging crap, traumas, old ways of thinking. Yeah, yep, this is what I want to talk about today. See, at first I thought it was just me. And then the more people that I talk to, the more stories that I'm hearing from people talking about relationship dynamics, lack of the ability for effective communication, being misunderstood, feeling misrepresented, feeling like they're off track from their partners and close friends. Yeah, close friends, partners, family members. Yeah, it's like there's this massive shift happening in the world right now that is completely uprooting people's long-held beliefs and crap. So collective consciousness purging, which includes the collective unconscious purging, because all this stuff has to come out in the unconscious first. And then something that was just pointed out to me today, I don't remember what I was watching. Um, Oh, I was watching a, a YouTube video from somebody. I was doing a search to try to figure out if other people are talking about this recognition of what in the world is going on right now. So there was a guy with a video, but I Ironically, it was from this time last year. So it was a man who was doing a certain time period of meditating every day. I think it said like two hours of meditating every day. And then he would do a recording, that YouTube recording of what came out of the meditation form that day. This thing of what I feel is happening right now that I'm witnessing in other people's relationship dynamics that I'm also experiencing. This guy did a meditation almost exactly a year ago and explained it, which I think is quite ironic. But then again... We have a cyclic nature to our existence. And whenever there's an opportunity for something to happen, if we don't resolve it, and then instead we choose to ignore it, eventually it'll go away. The opportunity will come around again. Are you going to do something with that thing that you've seen, that you've thought about, that you envisioned, that you wanted, whatever? The opportunity is going to come up. And then if you don't do anything about it, eventually it's going to go away. But then it's going to come back again and it'll be the opportunity again. And it's not going to be exactly the same opportunity. But you will have another opportunity. And then what opportunity is this? Like, seriously, what am I talking about? Well, it's the opportunity to actually have the life that you want. It's the opportunity to actually go for that thing that you've been dreaming about. It's the opportunity to be able to actually get up and take action towards getting those things that you've always wanted, doing the things that you've always wanted, to have the things that you've always wanted. And when I say things, I don't necessarily mean a materialistic thing, you know, like items. I mean the experience. I mean, what did you come to this world for? Like, seriously, what did you come here for? I've heard a lot of stuff lately, actually, talking about little kids and gender and people who are older who talk about when they were younger, they knew exactly who they were and things like like that. So therefore, basically saying to respect the the choices and the decisions and the recognition that kids have about their own identity, things like that. You know who you are. You know who you are. You always have. I think it's ridiculously obnoxious for people to try to claim that other people don't know who they are. No, that's not who you are. Now, 
I say that, I've said that to people. No, that's not who you are. The difference is, is that when I say it to people, I'm telling them this false persona of this character that you've chosen to take on because that's who your family has decided that is the role that you fit for them. Yeah, that's not who you are. Oh, this lazy piece of crap won't get off their butt and do anything person that's not motivated to blah, blah, blah. No, that's not who you are. That's who society has led you to believe that you are. Are, therefore, you've accepted it. Therefore, you're not honoring yourself. See, those aren't the things that I'm talking about. Those aren't the things that I'm saying, don't let people tell you who you are. In that, I mean that when somebody is trying to tell you that you are supposed to fill a certain role for them, no. Just like when people have kids and they put them into the role of whatever happens to suit the needs of the family at the time. Like, for example, the caregiver. A family needs a caregiver, so the child steps up and becomes the caregiver. Why? Well, because that's the only way they'll get recognition in their family is by becoming the caregiver for somebody else in the family, typically a parent. Why? Because the parent's not capable of taking care of themselves or another kid that's in the family or a parent to that parent. So therefore the child's grandparent or something like that, because everybody has wounding. Everybody has problems. Everybody has things that they encounter that they have to overcome. And that is what's happening right now. Right now we are coming through and out of a period of time where people are getting their final challenges. Basically, it's like the universe saying, okay, is this really what you want? Because I can give you an escape clause. You don't have to work this hard if you don't want to. You can take the easy way out. Now, let me point this out. The easy way out isn't really an easy way out. It's an excuse so that way you don't actually have to strive, so that way you don't have to actually show up and stand up for yourself and be a warrior for yourself, that is not the easy way out. That is, uh, I give up. I'm afraid to actually face anything. I'm scared to move forward. That's not an easy way out because once you acknowledge, you know what? This is the challenge. This is what I'm doing. Thanks for the, thanks for the pass go card. But, um, no, I'm going to stick to this. It's worth it. I'm going to face my demons. I'm going to face my insecurities. I'm going to face my outdated understandings of my perception of what happened to me. And I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to show up for myself and I'm going to be who I am. That, to me, that's the easy way out. That's the easy way out of the shit is to be able to actually show up for yourself. Now, that isn't easy per se, but once you realize and recognize that you're actually worth it, that you love yourself enough and that you honor yourself enough and that you cherish yourself enough to be able to be there for yourself, yeah, then it's easy sailing. Because why? Because you prove to the universe that you've got this. It's up to you. You're it, just like I am. Nobody's going to do it for me. And even even if they do, it's not going to be the way that I need it to be done. And it's not what they need to be doing. I need to show up for myself. I need to show that I show up for myself. And then I'm able to show up for who else needs me, which then gives them, you know what, the opportunity to be able to recognize that they can also show up for themselves, which gives them the sense of safety to be able to recognize that they can actually show up as them themselves for me, which is exactly what's happening right now. The confusion, the purging of the old, allowing for the super old, (laughs) which is actually the truth of who you are. And it's the unraveling. It's the unraveling of all the years of shit that we've been dealing with up until
until now because hello, we've been in lockdown for about a year now, a little bit over a year. How's that feeling? How's that doing for you? Where are you at today compared to where you were at six months ago or a year ago? Because a lot of what I've seen is some stuff that was happening a year ago energetically in visions spiritually is actually manifesting now. And I'm curious to know how many other people are experiencing that as well, because I've seen it for myself and I've witnessed it with other people. So yeah, the unraveling of chaos, feeling stuck, not knowing what to do, questioning, judging the self, not being received correctly, having to process that frustration and confusion, and then showing up as yourself authentically. And then, oh my goodness, being received as yourself. And then that getting appreciated and honored and accepted. That's what the fuck is happening in the world right now. So then this is what happens. Okay, this is taking the hidden and making it seen. This is taking the unconscious and bringing it to the conscious. This is taking the shadow and bringing it to the light. This is taking the trigger and de-escalating it. That's what all of this is. That's It's just a recognition of the things that we are hiding from ourselves because of our pain. We're not paying attention to it. So it's hidden. It's in the dark. It's scary. It's the unknown. It's, you know, all of that because it's not something we're consciously aware of that's going on. I just heard something the other day about uh, an... Mm, Actually, maybe it was from that video, uh, that YouTube video from that guy. So he was saying how, I'm pretty sure that's who it was, was saying that triggers are actually a gift because they make us aware of what's bothering us under the surface. So it gives us the opportunity to react to something that shows us that we have a problem. We have a problem with something that's going on that we need to sort out. And other people that are doing stupid ass shit that pisses us off or that freaks us out or that whatever, they're giving us a gift. They're giving us the opportunity to delve into our psyche that we normally don't have access to because we're hiding it from ourselves. So maybe we put it behind us. We moved on from it. We made this conscious choice to not want to have to focus on it, to not deal with it, whatever. That does not mean that shit is gone. It most certainly does not mean that we're over it. It means we stopped paying attention to it and we got distracted, whether it was intentional or whether it just happened to be life happening and we had shit that we needed to take care of and we just didn't feel that we had the time to focus on whatever the hell was happening in the moment way back then. So whether it was responsibilities that we, I just heard this term recently, we didn't have the spoons for, we weren't capable of dealing with, we didn't have the patience, we didn't have the fortitude, we just fucked didn't want to, it was too intense, it was making us feel too insecure, yada, blah, 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 whatever, any of that stuff, okay? We weren't paying attention to it, we stopped paying attention to it a long time ago and something happened that we were exposed to that brought that shit right back up again. So yeah, this thing that I was watching, the guy said, triggers are a gift. They are a blessing. They show us stuff that we're not consciously aware of so that way we can then address it, take care of it and resolve it. So yeah, when I was talking before about the easy way out and having that escape clause, that's the easy way out, meaning no, you don't really have to do that thing that 
makes you like have to stand up. Yeah, you don't have to. But then what does that mean? It means you can stay sick. It means you can get even worse. It means that you can choose to have a substitute. You can replace this amazing opportunity to have the life of your dreams with something else that could be nice, but it's not going to be what it could have been. You can choose to fall short if you want to. And then you can be okay. You can be comfortable. You can settle. Or you can be so goddamn stressed out that you're like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And you can choose to take it around another time, go another round. Yeah, you can do it again next time. The only thing is, is that doing it again next time, that means you're going to have to go through the death cycle and go through the birth cycle and learn how to speak whatever language it is of wherever you end up. And you're going to have to learn how to use that body all over again. Yeah, I'm talking about dying and then getting born again. From my perspective, life is eternal and you just keep going on that merry-go-round of a new body next time around. Of course, everybody doesn't have to agree with me. You don't have to believe it. You can think whatever you want. You can believe whatever you want. You can know whatever you want. I have never done a regression therapy session with anybody who did not bring up a past life. Never. It happens all over the world. Similar stories from people that have nothing to do with anybody else. No way of contacting them. No way of knowing their stories. And the stories are similar. The stories are very similar. Symbolically similar. So yeah, you can skip that opportunity. You can miss out. It's your choice. But how much effort have you put into it so far? How much have you been striving? How much have you been working for? How much have you been putting into action? How much have you been consciously putting yourself in those situations to be able to deal with your shit? Why stop now? The universe is like, hey, it's your out clause. You want to use it? No, thank you. I've got this. One thing I want to point out as well is I have a class coming up this Friday. Today is April 12th. So April 16th, this Friday coming up from 6 until 9 p.m. Central Standard Time because I'm based in Chicago. I'm going to be doing a class online called Uncovering Spiritual Bypassing. I'm going to talk about what it is, why people do it, and how to make sure that it's not really going to get in your way when people do it to you so that way you can understand why it may be happening. And also to give you some tips and a couple of practices to help you be able to ensure that your needs are getting met so it never interferes with your sense of self ever again. So spiritual bypassing, I see it rampantly. It's all over the place. Sometimes it's done intentionally. Sometimes it's not intentionally. Sometimes it's unintentional. Yeah, sometimes it's done deliberately. Sometimes it's not. It's definitely something that gets taught. It's definitely something that society enforces and they use guilt and shame and all kinds of other methods to be able to create the ability to continue spiritual bypassing so that way this concept is maintained and kept alive, so to say. So you can find me on Eventbrite, Uncovering Spiritual Bypassing. You can also see it on my Facebook page, Leanne Francis Dornbush, to be able to get a link on there. I hope to see you all online. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun.